Technology Explained. Welcome to the Dell Technologies Converged and Hyperconverged Solutions Podcast. What's up, VxRail community? My name is Mike Athanasiu of the VxRail Technical Marketing Team, and today I'm joined by my colleague, Daniel Chu, who has promised to enlighten me on the benefits of VxRail lifecycle management. Welcome, Daniel. Hey, Mike. How are you doing? I'm very good today. How about yourself? Not bad at all. Excellent. Well, so Daniel, like, uh, like most VMware users, I've heard about VMware VLCM and the opportunity to improve the cluster update experience. But I also know that the lifecycle management experience is also an area considered as an advantage for VxRail in the HCI market. So I was hoping to dig a little bit deeper on this topic to get your thoughts on what are the improvements that VLCM has introduced? What are the distinct advantages for VxRail LCM? And when you would want to choose one over the other? Yeah, it's definitely a hot topic. It's a good topic to even get into a little bit deeper conversation. But I do want to start off with why choose one versus the other. So... I see this as a choice between what's most important to you as an administrator, um, flexibility versus the cost of time and effort for the lifecycle management of the cluster. And what I, what I mean by flexibility is the cluster having control of what hardware componentry they want in their clusters. And that could mean server platforms, memory, network devices, GPUs, and, and more. Provided that they are all on the VMware hardware compatibility list and everybody's aware of that. And that's what vSAN ready notes provide. For people that values cost and time and effort more, they're willing to sacrifice some flexibility. And this is the bucket I would put most VxRail customers in. All right, so then what goes into the cost of, of time and effort? So for cluster updates, the process of taking your cluster that's running application workload for the business from one version to the next is a big deal. You don't want to update your cluster just to update it. And there has to be a reason, new software features, critical fixes, security patches that has direct impact to your environment. So in this process, there's also the research component. VMware comes out with vSphere software releases frequently. And as administrator, you have to investigate and determine the need to update your clusters. Say you do need it. Then you need the rest of the stack to support this software. So you can run down the list of components you need to consider. Got the BIOS, network cards, server, server firmware, et cetera. And you find a version set that's compatible with one another. Get those individual install files. Then you need to test that version set against your application workloads in a test bed. And you do all this plus make sure it's compliant to whatever your security standards are in place in your organization. And all this is just the planning part of the cluster update. I haven't gotten to the part of executing an update with this version set against the full stack. Well, well, I mean, that seems just like a lot of work and, and also really a potential for things to not go right. So, I mean, tell me then why, tell me more about why VxRail is, is a good option for customers who consider the cost of time and effort for lifecycle management of their clusters as the most important priorities. Well, VxRail's value proposition for lifecycle management, or I'm just call it LCM since we're gonna be using it a lot. The value proposition is that all those planning activities, researching, acquiring install files, compatibility, validation testing, that's all part of what you get with VxRail. Our engineering team does all the work for you and delivers it in a single update bundle. It Not only does it save an immense amount of time and effort, but it also offloads the burden 
and risk off your shoulders. And I think that's probably a significant uh, value that customers, current VXL customers have uh, value in that. Okay, I can see that as a really compelling offering for many IT data centers, uh, especially the ones that are maybe smaller with, with limited number of personnel. They don't want to be bogged down by, by infrastructure maintenance, uh, especially if something can be outsourced and automated, then that frees them, them their time up for other responsibilities, right? Yeah, definitely so. Even larger companies find benefit in that. It's a lot of work and time to ready your clusters for an update. And uh, all that research and timing takes time. Why not pay for that? Why not pay for that capability versus investing in resources to do the same thing that may not be as effective and um, efficient? The VXL organization has invested in over like 100 personnel, 100 plus personnel, uh, 60 plus million dollars in lab equipment for this work. And I can say that not many organizations can replicate this type of investment. Okay, then. so to summarize, the answer to my question here of why choosing VMware VLCM versus VxRail LCM, it's, it's really about choice, you're saying. If, if hardware flexibility and hardware choice is most important to you, then the path of VCN ready nodes with VMware VLCM is the option. If you really are just looking for operational simplicity, and then VxRail is the choice. Yeah, that's a pretty good way of stating it. Huh? Uh, put in another way, you choose uh, VCN ready nodes if you want more control of the hardware configurations that make up the cluster. Choose VxRail if you want the simplest lifecycle management experience. Okay, that, that makes total sense. And so I think we've answered that question quite well. So I wanna move on to the next question then, the improvements that VLCM has introduced. There's, there's definitely been a lot of buzz around VLCM, but I wanna focus more on the features that, that matter most. Can you talk a little bit about that? Sure, um, yeah, I can touch on the areas where at least I think VMware has made the most substantial improvements in the LCM experience. At, at its core, v, VLCM shifts to what I call a desired state configuration model. Um, vSphere administrator has the ability to define the vSphere version and the supporting hardware firmware drivers for the ready node stack. And this desired state is stored as a cluster profile. Essentially, it's the steady state. The administrator knows that the software and the hardware, firmware, and drivers are compatible. It meets the VMware HCL, the hardware compatibility list, and allows your applications to run well. With this desired state configuration model, it can also do drift detection in case configuration changes known or unknown to you impacts the steady state. And this also helps when scheduling the next cluster update. Drift detection can show um, which specific components need to be remediated on that update. All right, so this steady state mechanism and, and drift detection, they, they seem like they really help automate some things that administrators would have otherwise had to constantly check on, right? Any, anything else? Yeah, the other part is the actual update execution. Before VLCM, administrator had to treat software and hardware as two separate entities for a cluster update. You, you would use um, VMware Update Manager to update the vSphere software, then update your hardware components. It's a more complex process and it's time consuming. You would need to go through a boot cycle to complete the software update, then at least another boot cycle to complete the hardware component update. So with VLCM, software and hardware are done in the same workflow, which eliminates multiple boot cycles. And you could potentially be saving a lot of hours in your cluster update. 
I can totally see how that that would be the case. It sounds like a huge benefit for customers, just significantly cutting down you know maintenance windows. So I guess with what you're describing as a desired you know image configuration model, it, it seems like that um, that LCM experience in, in ready nodes is starting to resemble what VxRail LCM provides. Yeah, from a high level, it certainly does. I think that's why there are so many questions coming from our potential customers, existing customers, and even our sales teams. There are definitely differences to what VxRail LCM experience is versus that of the LCM. And this is a good segue into your last question, differences between the two and what are the advantages of VxRail LCM? <laughs> Perfect. I know we had a, have a couple of blogs already written about it, uh, but these questions are still coming in. So it's, it's still a hot topic. Yeah, for sure. So I've had good practice answering it. When it comes with VxRail's uh, design point, it's design points about simplicity. How it's packaged, how it's delivered, how it's deployed, and also the lifecycle management experience. VxRail has distinct advantages across the entire lifecycle of the cluster, and most importantly, the lifecycle of the applications running on them. So let me explain the, these advantages by the different stages in the lifecycle management, and that's how I kind of regularly explain it. So there's the initial setup, planning a cluster update, executing a cluster update, and lastly, maintaining a steady state for your applications as your clusters evolve over time. All right, that, that's a pretty methodical approach for, for what administrators can relate to. Exactly. So the initial setup is basically how you establish the baseline. The baseline is the initial steady state your cluster is in when you start deploying applications on it. For a VxRail, it's designed for the cluster to be in a steady state at all times, since VxRail defines the images. So once the cluster is deployed, it's in a steady state. All you have to do is configure access using the Dell support credentials to get to the uh, VxRail repository. And from that point far forward, when you want to get into the next steady state, you can pull it directly from the repository and perform the update. For VLCM, a VLCM is designed differently. The initial setup is more complex. You have to define the baseline. That means you have to input what the baseline profile is. You have to define the baseline software on the VLCM, which that part is pretty easy because it's pulling information from vCenter. The hardware piece is more complicated. That information has to be provided by the hardware vendor. They have to build a plugin into VLCM so that you as administrator can pick the firmware and drivers that make up that baseline profile. So while the VLCM has a framework to allow you to manage software and hardware together, it's still fragmented as you're really dependent on the hardware vendor to build that plugin into VLCM. Yeah, I, I think I can see now there's definitely more steps for the administrator to set this up. And like you said, you're dependent on the hardware vendor to provide the plugin or else you're back to treating hardware and software as, as two separate entities for, for LCM. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I know that Dell and HP have that integration for the vSAN ready nodes so, solution so far. So the next stage is planning a cluster update, which I think gives a pretty good reminder that with vSAN ready nodes, it's a customer-driven experience versus VxRail, which is a VxRail-driven experience. And what I mean by that is VLCM is designed to put hardware and software into an integrated workflow. But you still have to make sure all these pieces work together. So when you decide to update to the next software release, say vSphere 7.0 Update 1, which came out just a couple of months ago, 
it's your job to figure out what is the supporting firmware and drivers for that stack. Then it's also your responsibility to ensure compatibility and interoperability. So lots of testing before you perform that cluster update, or you should be performing a lot of testing before you do that update. With VxRail, that's all done for you. VxRail does all the work for you, which cuts out a lot of time, effort, and risk. Yeah, I'm glad you actually mentioned risk because that's a really important factor. If you can if you can de-risk the, the cluster updates, then the customers are, are generally more willing to update often and take advantage of the latest software innovations. Yeah, you find customers not willing to update unless they're really forced to because the whole process is an ordeal and the risk to business disruption is too great. Now with VxRail customers, they have the confidence that they're updating from one steady state to another. So you find VxRail customers updating more often, which allows them to get even more value from their investment. So one, one final thing I want to add to this planning stage is around pre-update health checks. It's one of those things that ensures you're not wasting valuable time. There's a window to perform a cluster update and you wanna make sure it's done within that time frame. A pre-update health check is one indicator to determine cluster readiness. And make sure that your cluster is healthy enough to successfully update. With VxRail, the pre-update health check encompasses most of the entire HCI stack except for a few things like the NVIDIA GPUs. And this differs from the vSAN ready nose because it requires separate health checks for software and hardware components. So administrators for vSAN ready nodes would need to perform multiple health checks to get the same thing done. And again, that's that's more time that a vSAN ready node administrator would need to factor to, to get the cluster ready for an update. So, all right. So, so what about executing the cluster update? I, I figure this is the next stage. Yeah, it is. I would say at a high level, there's much less differentiation between the two in the execution part. VLCM definitely has closed the gap here with its ability to automate the update of hardware and software into a single orchestrated workflow. So the actual time it takes to update clusters, I suspect would be pretty similar. The way an administrator would initiate the update would differ a little bit, by not, not much to, a little bit to not much to really call out. I think one of the blogs you read that was written by Cliff Cahill, one of our uh, engineering technologists or VXCLs, does a pretty good job explaining it. All right, then that means that we're on to the last stage, what I, which I think you described it as maintaining a steady state for your applications as your clusters evolve over time. So can you explain a little bit more about what it means before you contrast the two? Sure. So lifecycle management should be thought of with respect to your applications, not your clusters, because at the end of the day, it's your applications that's producing business value, not your clusters. Your clusters are just the vessels for those applications. And they, these vessels, however, still need to be maintained for your applications to continue to deliver that timely value. And that means hardware will change. For example, more memory, more CPU, new network connectivity, and your software will also change. New software features, critical bug fixes, security patches. And as an administrator, you want all those things to take, uh, things taking place in the background to happen. So that way it can happen seamlessly without impacting your applications. And that's the design point of VxRail. Applications can outlast the life of the cluster itself without disruption. So as you need hardware to strengthen application performance or to enable new applications like um, GPU enabled workloads, 
graphics rendering, data inferencing. VxWorld can make that happen with your applications uh, running uninterrupted. All right, that's a pretty compelling way to describe it. Applications that can outlast your HCI cluster. It really, really positions VxRail as a very solid long-term investment. So I, I guess, how is VLCM for, for VCN ReadyNose? Is it, is it much different? VLCM is still pretty new. After all, it just got introduced earlier this year with vSource 7.0. Right now, it has some limitations as well, scenarios it hasn't yet dealt with so far. VLCM doesn't automatically support heterogeneous nodes in the same cluster. That's dependent on the hardware vendor support. So take, for example, when I just mentioned about evolving hardware configurations to add new workloads. So if I have an existing cluster and I want to add new nodes with different hardware components, GPU, different network connectivity, things like that for, for different workloads, I may not be able to do that with VLCM. It's my responsibility to make sure it's supported every time I upgrade my cluster. From a software perspective, we know that VxRail LCM can support your cluster going from one software train to the next. VLCM hasn't encountered that scenario yet, so not sure if that seamless transition will be supported. That, that heterogeneous node limitation is a good call out uh, that the customers may not even realize. Like you said, VLCM is still so new that these things may just change in the future. Uh, I think we've had a pretty healthy discussion though about VLCM and, and VxRail LCM. Is there anything else that you feel like you'd like to add? No, I have pretty good practice on it, on it. So I think we spent a good bit of time talking about this topic. <laughs> I'm glad we're able to provide a long form answer to what I think is has been the most popular area of discussion. Definitely, definitely. Well, I appreciate your time on this, Daniel. And before we close, how would you like to conclude on this topic? Mm, uh, let me find the right words to do this briefly. So when it comes to a decision about vSAN ready nodes and VxRail, it's really about what you find that is most important. Flexibility versus simplicity. Maximum hardware flexibility in how you want to build your vSAN cluster likely means vSAN ready nodes is your choice. If maximum simplicity in how you want to manage your cluster is most important, then VxRail is your top choice. And simplicity extends into lifecycle management. VLCM definitely has streamlined cluster updates to make it faster and more seamless, but VxRail LCM still holds distinct advantages throughout the lifecycle management of your cluster beyond just the cluster update process. So VxRail simplifies the indie risk of planning process in lifecycle management over time. Well put. I think, I think then this is a good way to end, uh, but I guess before I do, I do want to mention to, uh, to you and to our listeners that I will link the two blogs that we've referenced here in this recording and uh, include it in the description. Um, and just again, thanks for, for hopping on, Daniel, and taking the time to deep dive on uh, LCM with me. Yeah, my pleasure. Good chatting with you, Mike. Likewise. All right, folks out there, stay tuned for our next topic. Uh, until then, be safe and be well. Bye.